the Business Simplicity Podcast, where leaders share their most successful strategies and the failures that inspired them, so business owners and managers can avoid the suffering and reap the benefits. With your host, With your host Chris Parker. Hello, this is Chris Parker, and we're on the Business Simplicity Podcast, and I'm having a conversation with Mohammed Al-Masri, who is the CEO of Tactful AI, which is an organization uh, headquartered in Cambridge, UK, and has a lot of amazing developers and other people working in Cairo, in Egypt. And I met Mohammed, I don't know, I want to say about a year ago because we have been in a, a process uh, with Destiny, the organization I work with. Um, and recently we have acquired Tactful. And so the two companies have partnered up to bring their customer experience, uh, AI-driven data platform, um, you know, CX solution into Europe. And I'm sure Mohammed will tell us more about the actual solution. So I, want, I do want to preface that this is not an official Tactful or Destiny <laughs> publication, so we we might go off-piste a little bit. Um, so this is just two people talking that have uh, a strong professional bond and relationship. So, um, but this is not an official, uh, say, say, Destiny uh, uh, discussion. But we'll still have fun. Uh, Mohammed, uh, thank you for joining. I've really been looking right. forward to this. We've. We've, we've talked about doing the episode over time, and now that we have ink on paper, it's um, now appropriate. So can, can you kick us off with introducing yourself and, and really telling us in the, in the most simple way possible, what is it that you do? Yeah, so I'm, I'm Egyptian, British now, you know, and uh, I'm an engineer by education and experience as well, as well as being a manager, an entrepreneur by, by experience and passion, you know, over the years. Uh, I consider myself as a person whose purpose is to build and work with teams that create impactful technologies, you know, changing people's lives. That's what wakes up me every, every morning, you know, just work with those people, you know, help them and, you know, and, and do something great together. So that's basically me as a person. And working with great teams to make things that are impactful. Um, why is this important? Because that's not how everyone on the street describes what they do. So why is that what wakes you up in the morning with uh, excitement and enthusiasm? Yeah. So expanding a little bit on my experience, uh, I have been working in the technology sector for, for years. Okay? And I've been worked in products and technology development and led, led teams uh, that we have created technologies that goes everywhere, you know, consumer electronics, you know, automotive, healthcare, industrial application, aerospace, you name it. Uh, I, I, it's amazing stuff. And, uh, and, and the common thing, you know, you always need to pivot, change, adapt to the market conditions, to, to the needs of, of, of the end customers. And what makes and breaks actually uh, a company is the team behind it. And, if I manage to build a good team that's actually able to adapt, change, think about the customer needs, that you know, we will come up with great products anyway. It's just like the results of having having that team. So, so my focus on on teams is by experience because I think just focusing on people having the right fabric, you know, delegation empowerment, 
is is the key thing to have a successful product and a successful company. You know, focusing on the end outcomes. You know, you will get lost how you achieve that. And with tactful. Um share with us a little bit not so much about the product yet but about the team like um what have you created with those people because there's about 60 people in the company um yeah. can you tell us a bit of the story about the team like like what's happening yeah. yeah so um i moved to the uk back in 2015 okay uh working in another company and uh the reason i moved from egypt to the uk because i had this vision that I need to build something that actually cross Europe and Middle East, specifically my own, my own country. At the start of my career, I, I struggled with finding opportunities, you know, uh, working in technology. I had passion in that, you know, since the start, but the, the options and opportunities available were very limited for me. And I had to really work very hard to find something in order actually to do what I do today. I thought it's, it should be me also trying to create that space and opportunity for, for my people over there. And learning, learning on how to build a good technology company by coming to, to the UK and Europe uh, is going to give me a good, good start. So that's why I moved here, learned things, and then started Tactful. And, and, and most of the people we have intact for the actually sharing the same kind of mindset they are there because they work together at some point of time they believe we will have enough experience all to create more ventures more companies and create more opportunities for more people um it, it's not it's not exclusive to my to, to egypt you know we, we were also building things here in the uk and we intend to grow team here in the uk and europe but my as I said, my my motivation, my driver is yeah. Let, let's let's help people learn, build great things, and do great things together. And then the the outcome will be more and more opportunities for everyone. And uh, Tacpo's been been around for a number of years, and it and it has been refining the the, the focus that those people are working on. Yeah. Um, you know, currently it's it's. And and one of the, the the reason, in addition to the to the people, because there was a strong you know human cultural bond between the tactful leadership and and the destiny leadership, um, is you know it's really a, a next generation, a leading edge you know customer experience platform that has you know a strong yeah. foundation in AI and and, and there's a, a built in data platform, so it's it's really data centric, and this is what really yeah. excites us about the product. But how did you guys get there? Meaning meaning that wasn't the original idea. You know, you yeah. guys have been busy down a couple different paths, and yeah. have f have finally found this this sweet spot in the market. Um, yeah. How did you? How did you, the, you know that group of people evolve um, along with the product during that time? Yeah. So we uh, we started back then, you know, with ideas stemming from my own experience, uh, you know, and 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 technology. So we have been building. I started with smart home platform which is a combination of hardware and software stuff and uh, and but it still was focused as a value proposition on the customer experience part which is how we could make the journey of a consumer getting into the smart home solutions and gadgets and products much easier than today because the barrier to market is normal customer mainstream 
what these solutions do you know how, how can i make a benefit from them what works and what, what what doesn't work so we wanted to build a platform and a solution that is focused on that customer experience it was mainly driven by my background in technology and that it shows the opportunity in in in, in that market but we have evolved because uh, first you know the idea was big on the capacity and resources we have so we decided to just focus on the software part delay the hardware part on that by instead of building our own products and hardware and gadgets we just focus on building in a software solution that actually understand all of the ecosystem of products in the market and then by conversational ai and other artificial intelligence technology it would help consumers to get their way into that you know by understand products and so on and 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 then we actually another pivot which was basically a business model pivot you know we lacked experience in b2c market so this was kind of a double edge platform b2b working with platform vendors and b2c working with with consumers you know we didn't have the experience in the b2c but we 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 had experience in b2b and said okay and instead of trying to sell that you know to to consumers by collaborating on businesses let's try to sell that to businesses that already have products portfolios and solution and services and they would benefit from technologies that help their customers you know understand and optimize their journey and and that's how we've been moving between technology pivot you know you know business uh, model pivot and 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 we started with services we didn't really have a product back then we said okay we we need to learn how businesses operate you know how they do their customer journey management selling products engaging with customers across different channels let's work with a few customers on on just a consultancy basis and 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 see what they do and then we started to learn and then we came to the product that we found we found an interesting thing you know uh, those businesses you know you have two categories of businesses like those large enterprises that they already have solutions in place and you have the mid market which is you know they don't have access to, to the same high tech you know because of financial and 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 and, and experience you know limitations and then uh, when we we learned about both there was a common thing uh, you know even those large enterprises they have fragmented solution it's difficult to get those solutions to work together and there is a huge investment and you know long lead time for them to iterate and understand and build something different to improve their customer experience at the same time you know this mid mid markets to them even as a financial capacity to do that uh, so we said okay if we provide a solution that is basically simplifying the business journey okay that's again empowering people to help people that's 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 the idea actually so if we if we build something that simplifies the business journey on giving their customers the best experience by aggregating things building a combined data platform and artificial intelligence capabilities that doesn't require you know a phd in data and artificial intelligence in, in order to start with and doesn't really require a huge investment on it projects to start with this would self solve a fundamental issue so that's where tactful solution came from it's you know it's a user centric platform the idea is we we have this data foundation that actually try to aggregate 
you know, information about the customer journey from the different touch points. On top of that, there is easy to use artificial intelligence capability that help businesses automate, understand, automate different things on their customer journey. And then you have those central solutions dashboards that you as a business, you start from there or you start from the bottom, you know, wh whatever based on your experience and your skill, you could build something quickly and get to market very, uh, very quickly. And I've been successful in that. We do have customers, you know, been with us for a number of years. Most of the customers we talk with, they love the vision because in the market, there is always those legacy solutions, but there is nothing that actually combine and defragment the operations around customer experience management. And when we talk about that vision to customers, even if we don't have the full product space, now they love it and they would like to join us. And some of them, they actually, okay, we would like to sign up with you for a number of years. So what, what is the perfect customer? So my, my perfect customer is, you know, currently is, uh, is, is mid-market enterprise customer that they, they have mature presence on different channels. They may have a contact center, social media, website, mobile apps. But these things are actually likely to work on silos. And they do have sufficient incoming, you know, engagements, inquiries from their customers that they would benefit from a central place to manage all of that. And they would also benefit from automation capability to help them improve their efficiency, uh, you know, and, you know, empower their teams to do more in less time. So these kind of our perfect customers, we work with customers in retail, uh, financial, like insurance, microfinance, um, and, and they typically mid-sized enterprise with like a handful of, customer support agents to maybe few tens of customer support agents that they're actually managing the engagement across different channels. Yeah. And uh, I, I obviously I'm passionate about this because you and I are working on this every day. Um, if people want to learn more about the product, you can go to tactful.ai um, yeah. and reach out to Mohammed or myself, uh, but, um, and learn more, set up a demo. These, this now uh, is, is actively being sold in, into Europe. So uh, yeah. if you're curious about a, um, you know, enriching your customer experience and optimizing your 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 human workflow and engaging with your customers, uh, both on inbound and outbound, then then reach out to Mohammed and the team at Tactful. But um, um, scaling that company, um, you know, balancing the needs of of product development, human development, talent discovery, uh, keeping people satisfied, um, um, managing that also from abroad, meaning you're, you're actually in, in Cambridge, UK, and, and most of the team is uh, in, in, in Egypt. Um, what, we, what we talked about uh, before the episode was, uh, before we started recording was, uh, we were kicking around, how, how do you scale that, that, that team uh, over time? And how do you balance that? And, and how, do you, how do you strike the balance between directive and autonomous. Um, what's your vision on that? Yeah, well, um, I, I have to admit, I didn't get this right from the start. <laughs> I hope I have done this much more earlier, but I think the key is, you know, empowerment and delegation. And in order to do that, you need to find the right people that share the common mission and vision with you. And, uh, you know, initially it was kind of, you know, me and my co-founder, you know, just doing that, 
but later on in the in the time that we found those people uh, that actually share the common vision and mission. And I was using, you know, different ways to find those people. So, for example, you know, I you know, I I read I read things differently. So when when I see someone actually on, for example, a LinkedIn or social media, they posting on stuff, they discussing things, and and so on. That intrigues me, and okay, I would like to talk to that person and see what what drives them and what motivates them. And I have found like several people of our team. I found it that way actually, just engaging on them on a social platform or something, and then we end up working together because you know the discussion just take direction that interesting for for both of us. And I have engaged with some people on just contractual you know uh, needs for other things like marketing, you know. Uh, content or whatever and then okay that people thinks differently and i was really focused i wasn't really focused on experience i was focused more on the skills like the passion of the person you know do, do have the motivation because i'm not an expert myself i i haven't built a billion dollar company in the past and i'm trying hard you know and i think even if you get someone who is really experienced but they don't have the same energy don't have the motivations passion you know there was struggles, you know, many people would, would quit very quickly. So I was focusing on, do I get people that stick with me, that they actually share the common vision and mission and, and things like that, or believe the, 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 the vision and mission that we're actually pursuing? So this was kind of my focus, and, and I was successful. But I think I could have tried earlier, you know, more, you know, uh, harder, and I could have found more of those people earlier in, this, in, in time that could have helped us move faster. My advice to anyone, you know, any leader or any entrepreneur that actually starting a business, you really know to lock into your network, your ways of finding those people as soon as possible because the journey is difficult. You know, it's, it's very difficult and you will need those people be beside you in order actually to get through those difficulties. It sounds like it's that's it takes a lot of time and effort because it's not like posting a job profile and, or job spec and, and people yeah. apply to it. It's, it's, it's sort of uh, inverting the whole narrative on that of, of being genuinely interested in, in, in with your curiosity, you know, engaging. Um, is, is that how you recommend to do it or do you have, is, is there? I have been, yeah, I have been, I think what, one, one thing I was using myself as a magnet, like, you know, uh, okay, I, I, I need to be more explicit on what I think, what I believe what I'm doing. So I've been sharing things on my social media, maybe go to networks, networking events and talk to people and so on and see who, who clicks, like, you know, wh wh which people would be interested in what, what I'm doing and what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. and, and that's how I managed to get, you know, many people that I work with me today, uh, including my co-founders. It was the same thing. You know, I didn't have direct relationship with those people at the start. You know, it was indirect relationships through common people that, you know, join you know, have joined vision and values and, and, and ethics. And, and then we, we, we came together, you know, and that's why, you know, I think we, we do have a very good harmony in the team. And once the people are, are say, engaged and they, and they join, um, striking that balance of, of delegation and, and autonomy, um, um, how do you do that? What, like, what's your, what's your, yeah. So uh, from experience as well, uh, as companies grow, 
the you know founders and uh, you know early managers have to delegate, have to give away, let it, let it go, lots of stuff. But I have a philosophy about that. I have to try to do it myself so I understand what it takes to do the job. Because I, 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 you know, I would, I would feel sorry if, if I give it to someone without really understanding and appreciating the complexity of the job and then might be overwhelming or, he, you know, this person doesn't have the right skill to, to do it. So I first try to understand the scope of the work, maybe try it myself a few times. And once I have done that, I, 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 I delegate. But then it comes, do I have the other enablers in, in the organization so people those people can perform? Sometimes a mistake that founders do, they think, you know, founders, they're typically, you know, multi-talented, have lots of skills doing, they hustle and they can do lots of things. It's unfair to think that everyone you would bring to the company would have the same kind of capabilities like you or have the same kind of hustling, you know, um, experience. So you have to be very careful on who can do that, who can do it, and, and you need to have the other enablers. And those enablers could be other people helping or maybe processes, ways of doing things in order to, uh, in order to make them efficient and achieve their jobs. And it's also very important to know when you introduce a process, not to slow things down. So I think my experience as you know, uh, being manager and project manager and program manager and technology manager in different jobs in the past, I have seen bad and good things and in installing and implementing processes inside businesses. And I have been very careful when it's the right time to do that. Uh, yes, and, and you have, at the end of the day as well, you have to foster the culture of, we all learn, we all make mistakes and we, learn, we all learn. So. You, you can't really banish people because they do mistakes, because we do mistakes ourselves. So uh, having this culture and environment that actually um, embrace learning, you know, continuous learning, uh, gives the people the space to try things and they will fail probably a few times and then, then they will get it right. You know, I think if you select the right people, you know, choose the right people to be in the company in the beginning and you foster kind of, you know, innovation, learning, and uh, environment, uh, you would quickly come to a working organization very soon. Let me throw a curveball at you a little bit on this. Tactful has been acquired by yeah. a much larger organization, uh, Destiny. Um, and again, you can learn about Tactful at tactful.ai, and Destiny is at DSTNY. Dot com. Um, Destiny is the European leader in, in cloud communication technology, and, and the, the idea is to bring this tactful customer experience next generation platform over the top and, and bring it to the market. But um, that changes the dynamic for you a bit as, as the CEO, um, and you will need to find uh, that sweet spot of, of autonomy and delegation in a, in a, in a family of, of organizations. So um, yeah. if I ask the question, you know, differently, um, how would you um, seek or desire to, um, to discover that, that, that autonomy for yourself within, within a wider group? Yeah, I would Give a little bit of context on why we have joined Destiny first. You know that's that's very that's very important. So, 
uh, you know, as a, as a technology startup, we have been seeking different ways of growing the business. That's including funding, you know, maybe merger and acquisition partnerships and, and other things. And I have met a lot of people, you know, uh, CEOs of companies, you know, venture capital, investors, and all of these things. And I remember this kind of first question that Dan, who is the CEO of Destiny, you know, asked me. So it was, what, what drives me? What motivates me? Not what I build, you know, what, what's kind of product or value proposition uh, we, we do. And, and my answer was very honest and direct, you know, I, you know, my focus is a, is a team. That's, that's what drives me. If I have a good team, we will eventually have good product solution that actually add values to, to, to the people and the market. And, and uh, you know, I was, you know, he, he shares the same thing. And that's why, okay, th- these people understand that technology and good products don't, don't come by accident. Like, you know, we, we're not going to just sit together in a room and just come up with the best idea and we execute it and it will work. You know, it takes time, energy, iterations. You fail, you try, you, you do different things. And it was definitely obvious and you know, in, in, in destiny management team that they understand that, appreciate it, you know, that, uh, the, you know, the phenomenon, you know, journey about, you know, Don and, you know, and, 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 and Somerville and, and, you know, the, the, the journey of destiny and how it grew and the kind of challenges they faced. It's just, you know, the, you know, aligns very well with the challenges we, we, we currently face. So we wanted to work with a group of people that they understand, you know, the challenges that we would face throughout the journey and that we, we need autonomy, we need flexibility, you know, we need to appreciate, we need to invest in the team empowerment and all this. And I found these kind of common values between us. Then the decision was, are there synergies on, you know, products, go to market, you know, what, what destiny want, what tactful want, because definitely the people level, you know, we, we do have this harmony now, as as a market, you know, go to market uh, mission and, and and direction. Are we do do we have the same thing? And definitely, Destiny is looking to become a leader in Europe and potentially globally on providing businesses with user centric business communication. You know, and that's now internet communication. You know, maybe a PBX. You know, unified communication stuff. But Destiny was in, on on the journey finding the next generation. Uh, customer engagement solution, omnichannel solution, and and that's what we have been already doing. So it was, you know, we we do have harmony on 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 the people level and the leadership, and we do also have harmony on what what's the direction of travel on what product and solution would like to offer to the market. So that the decision was was obvious, and I think I think if we if you're already starting from that kind of common understanding on. How, how things work in building a technology and what, what kind of technology and solution we need to do for, for the market. Uh, I, I, I'm very confident that we will find ways to work together, you know, you know, because that's, you know, everything else is putting a strategy down and executing and trying it. And that's not the hard bit. The hard bit is actually, do we have the right team, the right fabric in, in the organization to enable that? Yeah, and, and I've not met all of the team uh, in the middle of July. I'm really looking forward to, to going over to visit Cairo, and, and we're going to have some some events and moments, um, not only for the team internally, but also with the ecosystem uh, around it in Cairo. But but so far, everyone I've met from Tactful is is passionate 
uh, intelligent, driven, professional, um, just on point. I'm, I'm so excited to see what, what we can achieve together. Um, my, my last question for you, Mohammed, before, before we wrap up is, um, um, what's next? Meaning now that, now that the, the two companies have, have come together, we're, we're going through the hygiene of, 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 you know, making that happen, but, um, what does success look like or what is, what is, um, yeah, what does success look like in the next 12 to 24 months for, for Tactful and Destiny? Well, uh, it's, a, it's a good question. I think for me, success means we have joined together to bring first, you know, accelerate Tactful development technology, technology development and bring that into, you know, Destiny, uh, Destiny customers as well. So success for me means you know, we will successfully do that. You know, we'll have, you know, more customers uh, using Tactful Platform successfully, you know, achieving their intended business outcomes within the customer segments that Destiny has today. And we're working hard now with all of the groups across Destiny in order to, to achieve that. Translating that into figures, I'm I'm very ambitious person, and, and I think in in five years time I would like to see Tactful and Destiny together are market dominance in in Europe, not because you know money or whatever. I think we if we provide the right solutions to those businesses to empower them, especially the mid market space that we I believe they don't have the technology and the solutions they need to compete and stay relevant in the market. If we empower those people, enable them, we quickly becoming a you know a market dominant in Europe and Middle East and Africa where we already have started as tactful. So that's that success, uh, you know, metric for me in five years five year time. And going back to your purpose of of growing a strong team that has learned a lot and. Um, um, is capable of doing even more in the future. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to uh, walking that journey with you, Mohammed, over the next uh, next two years and beyond. So, um, uh, Mohammed Almasri, the CEO of Tactful, um, the next generation customer experience platform. So if you have omni-channel customer integration needs, you know, harmonizing across your web chat, your WhatsApp, your Facebook, uh, you know, wh- wh- however it is you're, you're talking to your, your customers, both inbound and outbound, um, take a look at Tactful. Um, thank you so much, Mohammed. This has been a delight. And um, I can imagine that we might see you again on the podcast over time. So maybe we'll have some more check-ins. But Love if it. people would like to reach out to Mohammed, um, you can find him on LinkedIn and at Tactful.ai. And you can find those on the show notes of the podcast. So thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you, Chris. Thank you for listening. Download the Simplicity Toolkit from ebullient.com to discover the power of the Simplicity Scan and Sprint. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite player.